Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now. To Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. Hey, cheers, brother. You ready? I'm ready, brother. Cheers. Wait, where was mine? Yeah. Bottoms up, baby. Oh, boy. Yeah, never mind. Mm. Drinking that flavored water. I thought we were getting after it. It's the penultimate show. It's Tuesday. Willard and <laughs> <laughs> the breaks. It's the worst day of the week. What better day to get <laughs> yeah, but absolutely it's, sauced. It, it's it's the worst day of the week, but it might be the best Tuesday of the year. It's pretty good Tuesday. Yeah. Like we're heading we're heading for the big kahuna here on Monday, buddy. It's, yeah, it's a great one. And I got a uh, walk with my my baby daughter uh, in between the storms today. So we oh good because her her favorite thing now is aside aside. Honey, we're not going outside. Do you look out the window? It's dumping outside outside. So I got to deal with. Uh, you should take her outside. Dude, she'll get the message real quick, and then I'll get the message of okay, new clothes. Yeah, and Chris, that's, but Christy's dude. dog is like that. Chrissy's dog is like that. Let me out. Let me out. Okay, fine. Go out. Oh, God. It's pouring out here. Let me back in. Right. Take her outside. This daughter, she does not work like that. <laughs> this daughter. This daughter of mine, Mark, she does not do the, oh, yeah, I'm getting soaked. I should probably go back in. Well, it's Let me roll around on the ground, and now I got to change her clothes. That's and, called a scooter roll, by the way. When yeah. you go out in the rain and just <laughs> soak it in. Oh, it's called yeah. a scooter roll. It's called a scooter roll. She can stand for about eight seconds, and then <laughs> she's going down, unlike the, the uh, great uh, Venezuelan, right? Marco Scudero. Uh, I like my chances uh, on this one. I'm not sure. Uh, Score uh, it. Is he? Score that yeah. one for the Dibber. It's from San Felipe. Venezuela. Good job. You don't know where Good it job. is. Yeah. I'm counting that one. Yeah. Yeah, count it. Yeah, oh, but do you know what his late. dad's name is? How about that? Uh, Scott Scudero? No. <laughs> <laughs> scoots? They called him Double Scoots? Scooter Scudero. Scoots? Scoot, Scoot, Scudero. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. There it's a four. <laughs> Playing off question. my Venezuela. Thank you. I nailed uh, it. His name is Donato. Donato Scudero. It's pretty good. Yeah. Marco, <laughs> I'm going to give you a glove. Marco, I'll tell you what I'm going to do for you for your birthday. Don't. I'm going to give you an infielder glove. It's from the family. I'm going to do you a favor. Just because Mikey Ham was on today, let's stop <laughs> blending ethnicities, okay? Okay? We don't need to do that every time. That's my yam. Yeah. Not your yam. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, uh, it's dangerous content. Uh, anyway. Yes, it is. All right, Willard and Debs, glad, uh, glad you're with us. We'll take more of your calls, and Peter King is going to be on in just a little bit. 
over uh, 10 minutes. Oh, I did th- legit question for our YouTube audience because it's pretty good numbers still here even on the holiday week. And uh, those of you who are just, you're here every day and you mean the world to us. And I, I want to take, first of all, the opportunity to just make sure that this week does not go by without us saying that. Like, there's just a different sort of connectivity because you guys have names there on the screen and we can connect directly with you and a lot of you uh, come to the summits and all of that. So thank you, thank you for being our daily YouTube audience. You guys are different. You're awesome and thank you. Absolutely incredible. And then I have a question for you. I have a question for you because you guys also know each other better than anybody because you're in there chatting with each other every day. Somebody help me. Who was the cat that four weeks ago couldn't stop coming after me for the ridiculousness of saying out loud with my voice that Brock Purdy was an MVP candidate? Who was it? That was a bunch of them. Who? No, no, no. There was one in particular. Was it Danker? One in particular went so far as to say, you need to apologize oh, God. to the entire audience. Yeah. You need to stand up and be accountable. You should. This is something that you should not do with your platform. It's a trash take, Mark. It is absolutely disingenuous. Yeah. And literally seem to seem to indicate that that like I don't know, like a week suspension or something maybe was in order. Jeez. Like literally was offended offended and coming at me to the point of like questioning my ability to do this job darkness thank you says one me yeah <laughs> thank you were next up on my, on thank my hit you, list thank you shaggy one me <laughs> uh all right fine but do you guys remember who that was because that person is suddenly absent gone ever since jacksonville i can't find him where did he go? Yeah. Uh, Phil I, Collins, no reply at all. Where did he go? Brock Purdy right now, depending on the shop where you can find it, I'm looking at FanDuel, and for the MVP odds, he is at minus 200. Uh, yesterday, he was at minus 150. Uh-huh. And then Philly happened. And then Jalen Hurts happened. Yeah, so now it's minus 200. Lamar Jackson, your second choice, followed by Josh Allen, Dak Prescott, and Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. McCaffrey, 12-1. to 1. That's your top five, according to FanDuel. And, you know, if you're looking to, to bet something on a nice price... The McCaffrey pick is still interesting to me because it is. I mean, I mean, it would take it would take a big finish for McCaffrey, coinciding with Brock Purdy's mediocrity. But I do think that there's enough Doug Gottlieb's out there of well, I mean, who among us couldn't right with McCaffrey and all the rest of it? <laughs> and McCaffrey's not gonna break LT's record for most touchdowns in a season. But if he gets close and he gets you know, 800 yards receiving and 1,500 yards rushing, he's got a chance. He's got a chance. I don't think it's a good chance, but if you're looking to beat the market, yeah, the I, only I, one who can beat the board, Lamar at 5-1, to one, if he comes in and balls out and they win that game, yeah, we get a whole different ballgame. We do. We do, absolutely. If he performs very poorly on Christmas in front of everybody, it could be an elimination sensation. That's there's a no, buck. There's no doubt. But I would say... It's much more likely. Your opportunity to beat the board was to bet Brock before Philly. 
And actually, yeah, I, even before that, I right? Did, Out yeah, of the bye. I did a thing on, and again, I don't get them all right. I did a thing over the weekend on Saturday, the day before that game, with uh, FanDuel. And they, they they were like, you know, what, what kind of bet do you like here? MVP, blah, blah, blah. I go, just let me tell you this. You might lose your money, but if you want to bet Brock, today's the day. Because it's either going to be over or he going to take control of this thing. And you could still get a really good, you know, plus 800 kind of a price. The On day, Saturday? The day before the Eagles game. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. three okay. weeks ago. Okay, yeah. I go bet it today because if he were to go out and have a good game tomorrow, he's going to grab the whole nation's attention and the Niners are going to be the bees freaking knees. And, uh, and obviously, look what's happened over a three-week run. It's just like an absolute faucet of touchdown passes that's opened up. And so if you wanted to beat the board, that was the day. That was the day. Bet Brock for MVP the day before Philly because you want to look. And, and so I, I'm with you that if you want, I guess it's a little late, but if you want to bet Lamar, yeah, do it this week. Yeah. Because his opportunity to change that number is Monday night. And if it doesn't happen for Lamar, if the Niners win that game, you know, 34 to 28, and Lamar is good and Brock is good, well, Brock cements the award. Now, if Brock is shaky and they lose and McCaffrey is spectacular, well, then the McCaffrey odds suddenly plummet. But. I think it comes down. It's a two horse race right now, and it I all feel, comes down on uh, on Sunday night. I agree. I agree. And or wins night, wins yeah. will will matter most. You can be mediocre if your team wins. Yeah, you know what I mean. Broncos two hundred, one touchdown, one pick, but the Niners win that game by ten. Um, that's not going to kill him. No, and he still has such a cushion right. in terms of right. quarterback rating and yards per attempt, and he's in record area for that. He's what number two in total yardage as a passer, so he's still so far up on these real metrics that it would take a real calamity for him to lose it now. JT, like, can we can we talk about this? Is that okay? When did you? Because JT put a put a he's got a ticket on Purdy for MVP. When, what week did you do it? Uh, two days before the Eagles game. And what was the number? Plus 1,300. Ooh. Not bad. Not bad. Ooh. My buddy bet it 40 to 1 before the season. Come on. How much? How much? I think he only put like 10 bucks on Ah, uh, but still. 10 to win 400. It's not bad. I was like, I like that. I would have put 100. Yeah. JT, what did you Would have, could have, should have, but you, you didn't. Mm-hmm. I put oh. a hondo on it. <gasps> Thank you. So who cares that you lost in fantasy? That's way more important. And you're in a great That's position way to hedge better. out. You need to hedge out. Dude, you're he's got a alone. wedding to pay for. Dude. Brock Purdy better win the MVP. Dude. And I hope you didn't tell the, the future misses, I'm sure, about this. No chance. About my betting? Yeah. I, I, I let her know. Ah, the high pitch voice tells you, know, you all I you left out. I left out some variables of what I bet on and yeah. how much and those kind but of things. But now that Brock is balling out, it's like, yeah, honey, that's my horse. We'll, we'll wait till the Super Bowl. Totally. Find a find a partner who's not gonna come down your road for doing your thing. You come obviously on. don't know how much I bet. Fudge, come on. Oh well, yeah, maybe that's true too. She right. Get, she get mad at you when I trucked you in fantasy over the weekend? No, but okay. she you she mentioned wishes, that like she wishes I would be quiet two about shows. it. This guy, quarterfinal win. Wait a minute. But what's the point? What's the point of having a work league if we're not going to come into work and kill each other over it? Off the air, sure. Dragging a poor guy. What's the point? This guy's not even here on the regular. We already had our private conversation. It was respectful. On the air, come on. We can't make fun of each other. What are we doing here? 
sitting down each week staring at phones and players that have nothing to do with us and to acting like we did something. Yeah, come on. It's the art of competition. Be I thought a, you were classier than be that. Be a nerd about it. If we can't be a nerd, what are we doing? I'm not actually thinking I did anything. Jared Goff did something. Yeah. I didn't do anything. No, I'm trying to get him to break. But now on, he's talking about himself. I'm There's on no chance Ross A. Break. Brown did something. I didn't do anything. I went to Walnut Creek on Saturday. <laughs> they put up 70 points for me. I didn't do anything. I'm not going to take credit for it. But he lost. I'll just take my L. I'll take yeah, my L. Just letting him know. Man, poor guy. <laughs> All right, Peter King time. Um, we're brought to you by Lucky California. And uh, we're very lucky to have Peter King join us next on Willard and Dibs. Now. Back to Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. One of our favorite moments of the week. And uh, it's actually battling to take the label that I've put on Tuesday off of it. Yeah. It's my least favorite day of the week, except for the part where we get to talk to Peter King. That might be enough to actually move it up the board. So Wednesday, you're in some trouble. Why is that? Or maybe Monday. I mean, because what's the next oh, yeah. worst day of the week? Yeah, probably. Tuesday's probably, on the rise. Probably Wednesday. Look, mm-hmm. any day where there's a football game is off the table. Good point. Those, those four days are all Especially set. when the Eagles lose. <laughs> Let's do it, though. On the line is Odyssey NFL insider Peter King. Uh, good afternoon, sir. How are you? I'm doing well. How about you guys? Uh, we're doing great. You have a bunch of stuff in your article that really kind of jumped out at me. Um, this one-liner was really fun, though, and I'd like to ask you about it. You write, Cam Newton, one question, was Tom Brady a game manager? And, and obviously that's referencing Cam's comments that took to task Brock Purdy and Tua and Dak, Pre- uh, Dak Prescott calling all of them game managers. Peter, how long are we all going to do this? Well, I mean, you guys are the ones who started the, the the sort of the common sense approach to it when you referred to the criticism, continuing criticism of Brock Purdy as draftism, which, you know, I just keep feeling that no one is going to give this guy the respect he deserves uh, because he was the 262nd pick in the draft. And look, that happened to Tom Brady. People just don't remember it now. Because everybody now looks at Brady won seven Super Bowls. We don't care how much, uh, you know, we don't care how much, uh, you, you know, how, how much success he has. We don't care about that. We only know that he was drafted 262nd. So look, I, you know, I think there are going to be some people who are going to just really not like Brock Purdy or going to not kind of respect Brock Purdy. And, you know, life's just got to move on. I think he handles all of it great. It just is water off a duck's back with him, and it should be. Uh, you, you know, the people who still have him ranked low in these quarterback rankings and everything, you just you just have to just say, so what? And that's kind of how I look at it right now, too. And when you look at, you know, what he has around him and even look at a couple of his touchdown passes from this last weekend where McCaffrey was so open, he was able to actually literally fall down and get up and score. Do those plays, the scheme from Kyle Shanahan, the talent around him, is that still a way that people are dogging him? 
seems like it to me. You know, it's all about the fact that he's got a fantastic uh, supporting cast. And so everybody says, okay, he's got this fantastic supporting cast, so that is going to impact what we think of him. And, you know, going back to Cam Newton for a second, the thing that really kind of upsets me, upsets me is the wrong word, the thing that I'm befuddled by when people criticize quarterbacks who are playing well, it reminds me of people who would criticize John Stockton because, oh, you had, you had Carl Malone to, to, to pass to. And you had, and I'm not a big NBA fan, but I'm sure he had other guys on that team who were good shooters who, you know, and all that. But so an assist guy in football in a lot of ways is what a quarterback in basketball is in a lot of ways what a quarterback is in football. Tom Brady always viewed his job as putting the ball in the hands of his playmakers. I bet he said it 64 times a year. You know, my job is to put the ball in the hands of the guys who, you know, can run with it and score touchdowns, and that's what I'm going to do. And so if that's a quarterback's job and he does it, and in let's just say, say Brock Purdy's case, for instance. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. He does it better than anybody in football this year. What exactly is there to criticize? I, I, I just don't understand that, and that's why I just don't really think about it all that much anymore. Peter King with us, as he is every week on Willard and Dibbs, 95.7 The Game. Peter, uh, something's wrong with the Eagles. What do you yeah. see, and and how much did the 49ers have to do with it? That's a great question right there, because I think the 49ers were the t- first team that you know really exposed something, particularly in their defense. And look, I'm going to give you one thought about the Eagles that, in my opinion, uh, is definitely an issue with them. And and look, 
like if I if I were to look at the Eagles overall right now, one thing I would say about them without any question is that teams have been able to go for long drives on the Eagles. And look, last night mostly they played well against Drew Locke and the you know the backup quarterback of, of this team. Uh, you know, of the, uh, of the Seattle Seahawks. But the one thing that I think you've noticed about this, this team in the last few weeks, if you look at just the yardage totals, you go, you go back even to Washington in midseason. I was looking at this yesterday or last night after the game. I mean, just, just, just listen to this. The yardage they've given up. In, in the last six games, 472, 406, 336, 505 against Buffalo. Mm. And look, they outscored them to win that game, but 456, 394, and last night, 297. But 92 of those in like a 90-second span late in the game. And the one other thing I would say that would really worry me about the Philadelphia Eagles They've allowed 100-yard rushing games in each of the last five games. And that is after early this season, in the first 10 games of the year, I'm sorry, first nine games of the year, they only allowed one 100-yard rushing game. And what that tells me is a number of things. Either let's say that like Jalen Carter um, and, and, and the interior rush guys are either wearing down or they're scheming them better than they have all year. But that thing about, you know, how much they've allowed, uh, you know, how many yards rushing they've allowed is extremely concerning, I would think, to them. Yeah, and it might be extremely concerning to the 49ers coming off of their game against Arizona where they got gashed on the ground, and in comes Baltimore, the number one rush team in football. How do you see this matchup, even though the Ravens are without their top running back, but the Niners could be without their top two interior defensive linemen, Peter? The worrisome thing I would think about this is that if you're – so look, you're the Niners approaching that game against the Cardinals. And honestly, you, you, you just say, okay, we got to watch out for Murray. You know, Kyler Murray, he can run all over the place. But then, you know, to give up 234 yards rushing. And obviously some of that is Murray, but, it, you know, that's just, that's kind of ridiculous. Now, let's look at Baltimore for a second, because I, in my opinion, Hey, look, I'm a I'm a big Harbaugh guy. Uh, I think he's terrific, and I think their team uh, is so good in so many aspects. But they've had some huge injuries, um, you know, to important runners on that team. Mitchell now Dobbins early in the year with the uh, with the Achilles, so they got two. Probably their first and third running backs, both out for the year. But the good thing for the Ravens is that, and they've always been this way, they have a stable of running backs. And look, now they, they're going to call back Melvin Gordon. He's a professional running back. And so I kind of look at their situation, honestly, 
And I look at their at their situation and just say, I think they're going to be okay, honestly, because of how much they take care of their offensive line. And look, 5.0 yards a carry uh, right now, and they're they're basically averaging whatever 170 yards a game on the ground, whatever it is. It's some ridiculous number, and. That is going to be tough to deal with this week. But I guess the one other thing I would say um, about this game, as I, this is ironic to say this, <clears throat> because you don't want to lose any game. But this is an AFC game. And if you look at the way that the schedule has fallen, um, you know, for, for the 49ers, the next two games, honestly, are more important for the Niners because you want to win your NFC games. If they win the last two, Washington and the Rams, you would think they would. They're eleven and one in the conference, and you know that is gonna that'll trump all tiebreakers, obviously. Um, and and I I think when I look at the Forty ers right now, and I know this is going to sound, you know, overly cautious. But the thing I'm most concerned with in the last three weeks, not at the expense of getting home field, definitely, but I think when you do see that uh, you're either way ahead or way behind late in any of these games, man, you got to take Debo out. You got to take McCaffrey out. You got to, you've got to really do everything you can to make sure that whenever your playoff season starts, you go into it relatively healthy. Peter, what's your weekly update on how you view the MVP race? I, I'm totally thrown into a funk right now. Um, absolutely thrown into a funk because of what I saw out of Lamar Jackson. And uh, I'm still thinking that Tyreek Hill has a chance to insert himself into this uh you know, into this race. You know, I, I don't think I've changed my mind from a couple of weeks ago uh, where I would still think of, uh, I would still think of Brock Purdy number one, but I think it's still really, really open because a lot is going to happen in these last three weeks. And I'm thinking specifically um, of Tyreek Hill, quite honestly, because Tyreek Hill has now been basically, they have been very, very conservative with him coming back. He's missed the last game and a half. Okay. And if he has a couple of big games down the stretch, he ends up breaking the all time record and he would do it because he didn't play against the Jets. He would do it. If if he plays the last three, he would do it in 16 games, and that's what Calvin Johnson did it in. And so I'm not necessarily a numbers guy on this, but I think a lot of people who vote for this award are going to look kindly on Tyreek Hill, particularly after seeing how much Miami missed him uh, when when he was hurt against Tennessee. I think the last thing I would say, of all the respect in the world for everybody uh, on Christian McCaffrey. You cannot play the running back position better than Christian McCaffrey is playing it. 
in all ways, he is borderline irreplaceable. We see it every single week. And now that he's at 1,800 yards and he's clearly going to end up barring injury way north of 2,000 yards from scrimmage, I don't blame people for saying that he should be in the race. I think this is really going to come down to the wire. That's my feeling. That's just a great breakdown. And you, you look at Tyreek Hill, and he needs uh, 425 yards in three games to, to break it, about 140 per game. Is part of your funk going to get solved on Christmas night when it's Lamar versus Brock? I know they don't actually face each other, Peter. I'm yeah. not that new to the game to know that. But it'll be Lamar and Brock on display Christmas night. Will that help alleviate some of your funk? I don't know. Um, it's, it's an odd thing to say because if you look at Lamar Jackson, you don't see, um, it, 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 Collinsworth put this well the other day. <clears throat> this is what's difficult <clears throat> about this award that Lamar Jackson is not going to have numbers anywhere near Brock Purdy, I don't think, and I shouldn't say anywhere near, he's not going to have the numbers of Brock Purdy, okay? But if you watch that game the other night, Lamar Jackson held that game in his hands and totally controlled it, absolutely unequivocally controlled that game himself. And I was just, I'm not saying I was in awe because I've seen Lamar Jackson do this before. But I had gone to the Kansas City-New England game, and I was actually sitting at a hotel in the restaurant. I got positioned near the, uh, near the TV, and I was sitting there. While I watched almost the whole first half while I was combination eating, writing, watching. And I just said, Lamar is, is totally controlling this game because he's doing whatever he wants. When he wants to hit somebody, he does. When he wants to run, he does. And plus, the good thing for him is that he's not taking the big hits. So he's going to last, but, but, or apparently. But again, I, I just, I need to see these games. And that is the important thing. And Monday night is going to be an important game. And, and look, it's a weird thing. This is kind of a personal deal, but. I'm going to be in Berkeley with my daughter and her family, and I'm not working this weekend. It's the first time in 40 years that I've taken an in-season weekend off covering the NFL. Because before the year, NBC offered it to me, and I said, I'll take it. Hmm. So, you know, so I'm taking Christmas off. I'm going to be with the family. I honestly don't know how much football I'm going to watch. And if the kids want to play you know, some game or whatever, I think I'm probably just going to play it. But anyway, we'll see what happens. I'll, I'll, see, I'll see enough. I'll see enough. Wow, Grandpa Peter, yeah. man, choosing Monopoly yeah, and, over the game of the year. And Peter, no problem. I'll, 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 I'll text you. I'll text you some play-by-play when big plays Good, happen. Please do that. Yeah. Please do that. Yeah. Hey, you know what's great, though, at this, <laughs> at this time in history? You can always, like, an hour after the game, They've got a 15-minute package of highlights on YouTube, and you can just catch up with all these games. I did that with three games that I missed uh, because I was covering uh, New England and Kansas City. And I went back to the hotel after I ate dinner, and I said, okay, 
I'm going to watch the – and I watched 45 minutes of highlights. I felt like I knew three of these games. And so I'll see enough of it, and we'll see how it goes. Yeah, no, do that, because if you just rely on my text, if the Niners lose by 10, <laughs> I'll still be like, Purdy was great. You should vote you'll for him. Yeah. No, if they lose by 10, you'll be in the tank. <laughs> you'll you'll hey, don't watch anything. It'll be a waste of time. That's true. I'll be five glasses <laughs> yeah. of red deep if that happens. But anyway, Peter King with us here on uh, Willard and Dibs. Peter, I love what you wrote about, and I know Dibs did too, about Jake Browning. And you referenced Brock yeah. Purdy with regard to the college experience they had and therefore uh, that that affecting sort of the, the, the way that they're now looking in the NFL. Do you think there's any chance that guys like Purdy, Browning, and others may change the way the quarterback evaluation process goes? I can only hope because I'm listening to uh, – I'm on a show every week in Chicago, and I'm listening to the angst there every time I say that don't get rid of Justin Fields. Use the number one pick in the draft either on Marvin Harrison Jr. or to trade for three ones to make your roster better. Either get a star who can – play alongside uh, D.J. Moore and Cole Komet and Darnell Moody and, and, and all that. Or, or, you know, get a good pass rusher, get, in, get, a, get another tackle, get uh, some D.K. Metcalf type, a bigger receiver that you really need. But leave Justin Fields alone. You can win with Justin Fields. And, and look, so that's part of my thought now. But the other part of my thought, that, that I feel very, very strongly about is that, look, I, I think I said this a couple of weeks ago on this show, but I was figuring this out recently. If the 49ers win the Super Bowl this year, six of the 11 Super Bowls of the last 11 Super Bowls will have been won by guys who were the 75th pick in the draft, Russell Wilson, the 199th pick in the draft, Tom Brady, or the 262nd pick in the draft, Brock Purdy. So that says to me, it doesn't say to me that if you've got the first pick in the draft and you're madly in love with one of the quarterbacks coming out, okay, I, I guess so, take it. But, but be mature about it. Be thoughtful about it. Be purposeful about it. And understand that you've got a pretty good quarterback right now. And wouldn't it be great to be able to solve two or three major problems with high first-round picks, that's how I'd look at it if I were Ryan Poles of the Chicago Bears right now. And you can always grab a QB off the couch like Flacco. I mean, maybe Phillip Rivers is... I mean, that's crazy. How crazy is it, by the way? Crazy. I was talking to Flacco's agent, who I've known forever, Joe Linta. And, And Joe Linta was telling me... So Joe and I would talk, Joe Flacco and I would talk every week, and he said, anybody call? Nope. Nobody called. How about all the injuries this year in football? The Steelers don't call. The Jets don't call. All these teams who are down quarterbacks don't call. And they just and now they're like they're they're just laughing at all these teams whose season totally went down the toilet. Flacco could have come in and look, we all know he's not great. Late in the third quarter the other day, he was handing the game to the Bears, had yep. three interceptions. But he's the kind of quarterback who he's been there a hundred times before. He knows that just because you've thrown a bunch of picks, you don't go in the tank. 
and he ended up playing well enough down the stretch to have him win. So to me, I don't know. I really applaud Flacco, and I applaud Kevin Stefanski, who I think has done a hell of a job with that offense and that team this year in Cleveland. Uh, Peter, we're very thankful for you. Happy holidays, and enjoy your first weekend off in a thousand years. Uh, just <laughs> right, soak all that in with the family. Thank you so much. I'll do that. You're welcome, guys. Talk to you next week. Thanks, okay, Peter. There it is. Peter King, that was Odyssey NFL insider Peter King. Choosing the grandkids over Ravens Niners? I tell you He what. must really love those grandkids. I tell you, those, <laughs> are, yeah. yep, those are lucky grandkids. Seriously. I would have been like, kids, we can play, but not after 5-15. Right. Well, there is I a mean, triple like, header, you, so if yeah. you're Peter King, you're I mean, watching are, all three. If you're working, <laughs> and uh, I mean, that's a... Whatever. I mean, I'm not telling him how to how to be a grandpa, but that's a classic. Like, you skip the first two, and it's like, all right, grandkids. Grandpa's going to tell you a quick story, and at 5:20, you don't exist. Well, I, see, I'm locking I'm, in. I'm I'm the jerk though, where the kids are like, "Come on, let's play." The game doesn't start till 5:15. I'm like, the Warriors are on. <laughs> that counts too. That's true. Go outside. Exactly. Outside. Oh, don't get me started. Aside? No, it's pouring, honey. It's pouring. We're not aside. And then she's banging, literally banging on the sliding glass door. Aside. Let her out of this prison that you've created for her. And she knows how to, like, <laughs> unlock the door and stuff. But um, We're presented by Free, Fremont Bank Full so Service. So sad. Banking, no compromises. Your Niner calls. And, oh, uh, look, the Warriors play the Celtics tonight. And, uh... I got something we got to talk about. I'm ha- I'm having a hard time with something Warriors related. Let's let's get into it next on Weather and Dibs. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.